Hi, this is Regeline Sabat, also known as Gigi, and you're listening to Walk With Me Podcast. My guest today is Dr. Tanya Gold. Hello. Welcome back to the show. She's the author of Seven Habits of Extremely Happy People. <laughs> welcome, Tanya. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, since <laughs> the, the previous episode that you were on, you have now launched your book, Seven yes. Habits of Extremely Happy People, The Hidden Secrets to Success. Talk to us more about the book you just launched. Sure. Thank you. And first, thank you for having me on the show. It is an incredible honor. Gigi is a good friend, um, but not only a friend, an associate. We've uh, done some other uh, programs together, workshops, and she's just a highlight. She's always very eloquent and very informative. She has definitely been very prolific with her podcasts and her books and everything. So I just feel very privileged uh, to be on the show. So thank you for that. Uh, and also the um, Center for Life a Service of America. Hopefully it's a mouthful. Hopefully I got that right or close. But that is a wonderful organization as well that she has um, run and operates. Uh, so for me, the book is about being happy. It's so timely. I didn't know all this stuff was going to be happening when I was writing it. But we know so many people are going through uh, challenges, whether that is health challenges, financial challenges, business challenges, um, difficulty with caretaking roles or miscarriages or just anything that you're kind of suffering with or things that are going well. But we know it's easy to be happy when things are going well, but not so much when things are not. So this book is an actual um, hands-on uh, exercise book. It has exercises in it as well as real life stories of people who've gone through real big challenges, including my own. I had a lot of health challenges, but how to overcome. And it takes you through a step-by-step -step process. That's why it's called the seven habits so that you can actually develop these very good, these healthy habits, these habits that can, um, that are common sense or simple. A lot of them, one of them is just to smile more, but to, to learn that you can laugh or smile to be happy. So our physiology, just if, if you're listening to this right now, sometimes people are slunged, slumped down or um, just round its mind. But just the idea of lifting up, rolling the shoulders back, bringing a smile to your face so you can feel better. And then you may focus on things that are actually going well. I woke up today. Woohoo! I have a beautiful child. I have a beautiful friend. You, Gigi. I have wonderful people in my life who love me and, and love me and care about me. I, um, I have eyes. I'm able to see. I'm able to hear. My heart's still beating. So just thinking of things that are going in your direction that, are, that can help you and emulate and uplift you rather than just focusing on the negative or focusing on things that are not going well or comparing yourself. I know on social media, it's really easy to see beautiful pictures of everybody when they're all dolled up. And we're like, oh, my God, they're so gorgeous. They're this, they're that. But everybody has problems. You're dead if you don't. But everyone has problems. Everyone has fear. We all live through that. And the idea is to understand that we can reframe whatever's going on, change perspective, and learn. Think of it as a challenge, something to overcome and grow from, rather than something that is going to be a burden on us to weigh us down. And then know that God is on our side. We can always, he can always, or she can always uplift us, hold us up and support us. And then that's another way I think of uplifting the body. So instead of Atlas, where we think the weight of the world is on us and that's why we slouch, think of instead that you're being held up and supported and loved and know that you're a blessing 
in this world, that can be something to help you overcome those challenges and then take baby steps. We sometimes feel like we have to conquer everything all up, all at once and that's impossible. But if you can take one step towards uh, what's improving, then that can help. And I'm just gonna share a quick example, but I ran a marathon recently, did my first one, and everyone, I in my book I mentioned this, but I had severe arthritis in my neck and I also had something called uveitis, which is inflammation in the eye. So my doctors basically told me I'll never run again, which running was my love. And so I figured out a way, I'm a person, if you tell me I can't do something, I wanna figure out how I can do it. <laughs> So I, I trained, um, my sister's a marathon coach, she walked me through it and she said, if you need to walk, you walk, you do what you can do. And I realized, honestly, a marathon is just one step in front of the other and not giving up. And if you've ever been to Disney or been on a hike, you know, if you keep going, keep going, you've probably covered quite a bit of miles. And if you're not sure, you can always bring a pedometer with you or use your phone or something to find out. But then when you realize that, if I did 10 miles, 15, you just train, you can eventually get to 26 as long as, again, you don't give up. And um, learning those words, it really helped me to the finish line. Instead of focusing on how much I had to go, I focused on how much I did. And that just helped me to finish with a smile on my face. Amen. Very powerful. Never give up. I love it. And I'll actually be doing the marathon with you next year. Yay! <laughs> I'm so excited. Well, so super excited. Now, Chandra Cleveland joined us and she says, hello. Welcome, Chandra. Hi, Chandra. Thank you for joining us today. <laughs> so awesome. Yes. Now, you have an upcoming workshop and it relates to the book we just launched, which you endorsed, the Overcoming Heart Blocks book. Mm -hmm. So talk to us a little bit more about it, the workshop. Okay. So it's called Paint to Heal. And I actually... I got this from a friend who's an artist. She, I was going through some hard times. My mom completed her life early. And, you know, just I kind of suppressed that. I really never processed. I was young when it happened. And she actually, she, um, I'm going to use the word lost because that was her words, but we reframed it to completed her life. But her mom died the year before. And she honestly said, hey, um, Tanya, I did this painting to help me in honor of my mom. Would you be interested in doing that for you? And I said, yeah, of course. I'd love to honor my mom. So I went to her house. We got the easel and she showed me, you know, the different paints. And I am not an artist, but this class is not based on artistic ability. It's based on the process of art therapy. So it's really working with wherever you're at to resonate with you. It does not have to be perfect. It's absolutely the opposite of that. Just let things flow. You can even close your eyes if you need to. You can bring pictures to help you. And whatever you're going through, it can be good things too. Just know that you can process it in a different part of the brain when we are using art. And the nice part is sometimes we can't express it in words. You ever see a beautiful sunrise or sunset and you're like, and somebody says, you know, what is that? And you're like, it's gorgeous, but there's so much more out there that you can't really express, but we can express it sometimes through Different, a different method, a different part of our brain, which is what this art therapy allows you to do. So it is for all abilities. Um, if you're not in the Tampa area, we are offering a virtual option. So just have them contact me. I can give you, um, you can just give them my number. It's fine. The 813-379-7092. I can, my office number. And they can just text me um, if they're interested in being part of this. I'll, I'll send it in the chat for you. But yeah, I just, I want people to know that there's hope. There's a way to improve yourself. So there's a way to get through something challenging in your life in a healthy way rather than just repressing it. 
And we know like with fear or anything, if you repress something difficult, it's just going to get bigger in your life. However, if you literally say, you know what, I'm going to take a step back, figure out big picture solution, or it might be just, I got to work on letting that go because you might be ruminating or obsessing about something which is not healthy. And if you keep doing it, keep doing it, it's gonna start to eat you inside and it can really make you sick. And that's what I used to do when I was working um, a long hour job. I'm a physician, a medical doctor, and I was working in traditional medicine and my real love is holistic medicine. So in this traditional place, they really wanted me to get them in, get them out. And it was as fast as you can see the patient. So I really, you know, prescription, 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 but I knew there was so much more I can offer a patient. So when one of my patients brought this up is like, if you keep staying here, you're condoning what they're doing. So I actually left, opened my own practice, and now I get to spend time with patients, listen to them, treat the root cause. I'll, I'll give one example today. One of my patients called, she's like, I think I have a UTI. But what we found out, she was actually constipated from Thanksgiving and what she needed, not an antibiotic, because sometimes the doctors will just call in a medicine. You think, oh, UTI, she has urgency. But if you don't get the whole history, you don't know that she was also constipated. She had urgency, no burning or pain. It was not a UTI. So, and, you know, check the urine and all the other stuff. But it was just so interesting. So we just need to know. Sorry if I got doc. <laughs> there we go. The lights went off. <laughs> But we, but we need, yeah. Thank you, God. The lights <laughs> came back. <laughs> God winks. That's God winks when that happens. Yeah, he did wink at me. <laughs> so, but the honestly, you have to really hear a patient. You have to listen to them, and you have to spend time to really find out what's going on, and then reassurance because she was really, she just had a baby. She is going through some difficult challenges with that as well. She's craving sugar like crazy, she told me. So we actually talked about a supplement called Gymna, which actually helps with cravings for sugar. We talked about rebalancing life because, you know, it, you know, one plus one doesn't equal just two when you have children, right? <laughs> that another second child can be a lot, to, especially a newborn. So she's managing all that. It is holiday time. She has another child, her husband, work, you know, there's a lot on her plate. So just giving her a break at times, giving her me time. So I actually invited her to the workshop too, because we all need this. We need to take time for ourselves. And I honestly recommend daily at least 10 minutes. For moms, you can find 10 minutes. Now, can you do more? Of course, I want you to do more, but at least 10 minutes a day. And then one day a week, even for a few hours, do your spa day, whether that's going to a yoga class or a massage or going for a nice walk, whatever it is for you to decompress, to unwind, but give yourself some me time. The nice thing is there are friends, there are family, there's church, community. People want to help you. And I love babies, so I always volunteer. I'll babysit. <laughs> but there are people that will help you. You just have to ask. And sometimes we feel like, you know, our pride, but honestly, let that go in a good way because you can't serve anybody else if you don't serve yourself. And they, one um, book I was reading, they talked about the heart. It actually takes the most oxygen-rich blood for itself, and the rest of the body gets the rest. But it has to, because if your heart is not functioning well, nothing else can. And I always call moms, women in the family, the mothership, because we really do. We have to anchor down. We're sometimes the cooks in the family. Sometimes we're single moms, and we're literally dealing with so much stuff working, kids, um, finances, caretaker, we might be taking care of sick parents or sick kids. That's a lot. 
So you got to take care of you so you'll be at your best for other people. And honestly, the more you do that, the more you actually rise to the occasion. You have more energy. And remember, your kids will watch what they see you do, not what you say. So if you say, don't eat that, don't eat that donut, and then you're eating that donut, <laughs> you know, it's like, it's like hey, ask what's going to happen. Yes, ma'am. Now, Chandra says, that sounds great. My mom is no long, longer on the side. Drawing has always been my therapy. And there, that that's so important. Keywords there, therapy. Talk to us a little bit more about that. Yeah, so it's a healing within. Um, we know that certain regions in the brain get stimulated from art. So like the amygdala, emotions and stuff like that, that you can actually get repressed. And when you are working with um, art therapy, um, you're in integrating some of that cerebral cortex that's right behind the front of uh, the forehead. But in, in addition, you're working in the deeper recesses. So you're actually helping heal deep, seated, rooted emotions that you could have suppressed. Sometimes we don't even realize it's on our subconscious level. So that art therapy, that's why it's really healthy for young kids who've possibly been abused, um, for people who are caretaker roles, for um, people who are going through a lot of things right now. This therapy can really help to uplift them. And it's just a release. It's a nice emotional release to let go and feel free. It's a liberating um, type of treatment. And it's, you know, compared to sometimes medications that have side effects, this is really no side effects. You can improve, you can leave with a beautiful smile on your face. I encourage people if they are coming and they really want to get in their zone, they can have their playlist and music, just bring some headphones and literally it's about them. So tuning out on the outside world, just having their canvas in front of them, letting go whatever flows. Again, it doesn't have to be regimented. There's not it doesn't have to be a specific picture or drawing. It's just letting go and letting whatever comes out um, go onto that canvas. And I, honestly, when I did mine, I reached a point, I just felt so good. I was playing dirty dancing music. I was like, woo, you know, and then I just threw the paint on the canvas, but it was so much fun. I was just having a blast. And you know, you could do that. We forget our childlike tendencies. Honestly, when we're little kids, a picture is what we decide it is. But when we get older, we're like, oh, does this look like a little girl? Does this look like an apple? Does it, it doesn't have to look a certain way. And there's no right way to do something. So I, I, I like that because it can allow your creative side to just come out and you just feel so much better. It's a good energy. And that's, <clears throat> that's why I'm really excited about this workshop. Amen. <clears throat> Very powerful. And I, I yeah. love how you pointed that out when we're when we're young we're just so free-spirited and then somewhere along the way folks folks start thinking about what other people are thinking and, and about them and what they do but that's not the right process you should never think like that you should just do what you want to do do what god puts in your heart be free yeah. But we can get reprimanded in school sometimes. We, we, I know because sometimes I would think outside the box, even in medical school, people are surprised to hear this, but we didn't learn about nutrition. And I would actually ask, you know, the patient, what did you eat? You know, they had reflux and they, and sometimes the, the attending was like, why are you asking about their home life or what they ate or, you know, had for breakfast? And for me, it was just like common sense, but they're like, just, get to the meat, get to the diagnosis, and then just give them that drug and let's go, let's go to the next patient. But I really wanted to spend that time to really understand the patients and also are they happy? I mean, sometimes they're working as an engineer, but they're not really happy at that job. Their parents wanted them to be an engineer, but they really wanted to study 
um, to be a teacher or they wanted to study to be a different profession. And why not give them that option? Let them know it's not too late to live their passion so they can get healthy too. Because if you're living most of your life doing something you really don't enjoy, that's how you're going to feel. You're going to feel kind of sad or something's missing and you don't want to do that in your life. So even if right now you're like, oh, well, this job pays the bills, you can still keep the job, but also plan something on the side. Like it's okay to um, even if that's not a side job, but have a hobby or something you really enjoy doing to be a, a part of your passion. Because I think a passionate life is a fruitful, healthy life. Amen. Very powerful. And it's not too late to live your passion. No. Words no. there. So powerful. Absolutely. Now, Tanya, talk to us more about the heart block that you overcame. Yeah, so this has been a challenge for me. Um, I was diagnosed with uveitis. It was actually Lyme's uveitis, or if you've heard of Lyme's disease, which is pretty scary. It can affect the heart. It's usually um, caused by a tick. And they think I was at a deer park in Japan way back when, and it affected my eye. And they said the rash might have been in my hair. I just have a lot of hair, so I probably didn't see it. But it makes the uveitis part is an inflammation. It's an autoimmune type disease and it can make your eye very red. It almost feels like someone is punching you over and over and you light is very, very, you're sensitive to light. It's red. It gets, you have, your vision is blurry. And I was in medical school at the time when I was diagnosed and I was studying for my boards. So it was really challenging because I was like, I can't see, I'm in pain. I have, a, you get this huge headache and I was paying for this expensive course during this time and I was just so tired. It like, you just get drained. So my doctors told me I need steroids and I need antibiotics, IV. So I, I followed everything they told me. And at that time, I didn't really know much about holistic medicine. I just said whatever they told me. So I took all these IV um, antibiotics without any probiotics. So when you take antibiotics just in general, it kills a good, bad good bacteria as well as the bad bacteria. So I was glad it killed the bad bacteria, but I didn't know to supplement with any probiotics. So I didn't take any probiotics. A few years later, my gut was just really in distress. I was getting a lot of heartburn and stuff. But going back to the uveitis, that was my heart block where it would just keep coming back. They treated the Lyme disease. They said, oh, we're so sorry. We don't know why this inflammation in your eye keeps coming. I found that it was related to stress, but we just keep coming back, keep coming back. And I said, well, what can I do? And I said, no, just wait for it to come and we'll treat it then. So wait for the problem. But I wanted to be very proactive in my health. Um, you know, as I learn more about this disease, I realized how important um, holistic medicine is to me. And I wanted to be preventive too. Is there anything I could do to prevent this? So what I started doing, and this is also in my book, finding natural solutions to this because I knew the long-term effects of steroids in includes cat getting uh, cataracts or glaucoma. And I want, I did not want to lose my sight. I you know, obviously as a physician, you need two eyes with depth perception. So it was really, really important to me to stay as healthy as possible and reduce steroids because it can weaken muscles and bones, affect the digestive tract, as you know, weaken the immune system, increase your risk for cancers. So I was like, oh, let me figure out what else I can do. And again, at that time, my doctor said, this is the only treatment. So I um, found an ice pack is simple. There's other stuff I mentioned in my book, but there's a whole slew of natural things. Not many, they're simple. And even the laughter and the happiness and joy and managing my stress made a huge difference. And what I'm realizing lately is I think it might be, in my case, related to my lymphatics, which we know lymphatics is our um, built-in immune system and it drains fluid. 
So anytime I'm getting this bout of uveitis, which I had recently, and I noticed because I didn't take a vacation, I was training for the marathon, so focused on that, I forgot to take a vacation. All side of my right, on my right side got so tight. And I realized all my lymph nodes were just really jacked up. They were so swollen. So I started massaging and it was, it was so interesting. All this fluid started draining out and my eye started improving and less pain. And I used a little bit of CBD, which also helped as well. But these bouts used to last weeks to months. I'm not kidding. This happened just a few days ago and it's almost gone. So I tell you, and I would never be able to be in a, a, a brightly lit room before just a few days after about because it was so sensitive in my vision. So I would be talking to you in sunglasses right now and I'd be like, ah, and almost in tears. I realized, you know what? This is, I call it sparkles now. I real And she wanted to come visit. I, I felt her. I said, sparkles, I you're lovely the way you are, but you stay, stay put. I'm going to put you back on your cruise ship or wherever you'd like to go, but you're not coming to me to stay long. And if you do visit, it's a very, very short, short stay. And it really has been. The more I just change my mindset instead of saying, oh, here we go again. And my kind of Sandra Bernhardt, oh, my God, woe is me. And just pity party, which, again, I found when I just focus on the problem, that's how I feel, just in pain and feel terrible. But when I focus on a solution and then say, what can I do about this? I could smile. I could breathe. I could focus on things that are healthy for me, good nutrition, ice pack. And then I just planned a vacation. I mean, Right now, my schedule is really packed for this month, but I planned a vacation. I feel already better. So I have a vacation coming up. It's something for me to look forward to. And I highly encourage, seriously, any moms out there, women out there, plan your holidays, even if it's a few days, even if it's a few hours, plan something. It's something to look forward to, especially during this time, too. During COVID, that was one thing I mentioned to my patients. Plan something fun. Even if you're going on a little safari, you know, you go for a walk, don't just make it a typical walk. Make it that you're going to look for a bird or I point out the squirrel or point out the little ants on the ground. You know, just make it interesting. Maybe go for a photo tour where you take pictures of the beautiful sky or, you know, of course, pay attention. But, you know, just enjoy the time that you're out and about. Amen. Very powerful. Mm -hmm. Now, you do have a question that came in from the audience. Shanta sure. asks, where are you located? I'm in Tampa, Florida. Awesome. And then she also says, yes, homopathic way is very important for me. Also, I will get your book for sure. Oh, thank you. That means a lot. We are doing the proceeds to the crisis center of Tampa Bay. So a percentage is going to crisis center to help people in need. And that's a, a really good organization that anybody can call 24 seven. Amen. Very powerful. Now, Tanya, talk to us more about the Global Virtual Panel of Miscarriage Survivors event, which you'll be speaking on the panel for. Yeah, yeah. So I, too, had a miscarriage. I The first time I really heard it publicly spoken about, like read about it in a book, was Michelle Obama's book, which is um, a great book. Um, it is something that's hushed about. A lot of my patients feel embarrassed. You should not. It's very common. And remember, it can happen from chromosomal or genetic abnormalities. Honestly, and I, we don't like to think of it this way, but the reason this happens is because otherwise you might have a child that's malformed. And, you know, still you can have a child if you, you don't have the miscarriage. But the reason these miscarriages happen so frequently is not everything is perfect. And um, we know with creation and stuff like that, 
the the body's meant to heal and in God's infinite wisdom, they it was meant to pass if it was gonna be that the baby wouldn't have a head or it was missing something extraordinary, it just wouldn't have a good life. So that's where that kind of comes from. Obviously there are children born with other mishaps too, but this is where that genetic abnormality or chromosomal abnormalities when you get a miscarriage, it's so common. And some women just have heavy periods. They don't even know it was a miscarriage. So it doesn't, um, it's nothing to be ashamed about. It's very common. But if you feel that this workshop is definitely for you to talk about it, to know that you're not alone, to know that people care about you, love you, support you, that God is on your side. You're not a bad person. My sister's had three. Some people have many miscarriages. And sometimes it's just progesterone deficiency. My sister, it was very easy for her to get pregnant. She just couldn't maintain the pregnancy. And that's sometimes it is a hormonal imbalance. So it is good to, I'm a, a functional medicine doctor, holistic medical doctor. Go to one who's, you know, you can of course see a fertility clinic if you're really trying to get pregnant and nothing's happening. But you can also go to a holistic doctor to make sure we're managing your stress we're managing your hormones, we're managing your nutrition, what you're eating, your diet, it does matter. And then your health overall, because you want to be in the right state of mind to have this. My sister reached a point where she was literally, her husband was going to get a vasectomy. She wanted a second child, but she was so nervous to get pregnant again and then have another miscarriage. And I said, Marissa, when you're so nervous, so nervous, what what's the likelihood that you will have another child? And she said, it's null. So what if you're relaxed? And her new mantra was calm, mommy calm baby and she did she had a beautiful uh second child little girl elena and she just literally when she got pregnant she did get on progesterone because her progesterone was low and she just started bringing in abundance calmness happiness joy and we know a lot of times people adopt sometimes and then they start getting pregnant because they're already relaxed but we know the mind is so powerful with this as well. So of course we want a healthy body, but we want a healthy mind as well. And good spiritual, you know, it's it's very important to have your spiritual practice as well, to be in tune with your own self and know that your body needs rest, proper rest. It needs good hydration, you know, make sure you're drinking a lot of good water, um, good nutrients into the body makes a huge difference too. Amen. Very powerful. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to reserve your virtual seat for the global virtual panel of miscarriage survivors. That's next year on March 18th at 5 p.m. Eastern. And Tanya Go will be speaking on the panel. So definitely reserve your virtual seat. And we have other amazing speakers there as well who are going to talk about miscarriage. Now, Tanya, it has been such an honor to have you back on the show. Can you tell us what projects you're working on and what's coming up for Tanya Gold? Yeah. In the future. What, what, Yay. Well, I'm excited. I, I really, this year I'm rebranding my business and just taking kind of a good step at big picture. I, I, my love is yoga. I love like medically supervised yoga classes where we customize it to meet your needs. So we know, you know, I, I just, went to, I was uh, in a clinic and one of um, the MAs, the medical assistants I was working with, she goes, is there a big girl yoga? <laughs> and I said, she's like, I got speed bumps here. And I, you know, leave it in the way. And I was like, absolutely. So what we do, we know every person's body is different. It's unique. It's special. We've been through injuries. We've had illnesses. We our bodies are tight in certain areas. We're in pain. Certain, you know, I had one pa um, one yoga student who did, was missing part of their hand. 
it's okay. There's ways you can modify almost every pose. And the nice part, my mother-in-law, she um, had two hip replacements, two knee replacements. My aunt Annie had congestive heart failure. She still, they still were both able to do yoga. And you might like, Ugh. so when we think of yoga, so a lot of times people think of downward dog or the really great, you know, different poses. You don't have to do that. You can do a more gentle, that's what I teach is for beginners. And it's just, whatever your body's going through, like if you have a lot of stiffness in the back, if you're not flexible, that's what I work with. I help you gain some more flexibility, working more ergonomically with your computer or your phone so you're not getting a claw hand or a text neck um, or a, the neck where it's like rounded and you get a lot of pain there. There's a lot of good things you can do to start to improve your posture. And it's, again, not too late. The most important part is you work with your body and we figure out what, what your body needs. So that's going to be coming up in January. If you follow me um, on my Facebook page, I'll include the Facebook page. Can little, I'll just give you my full name. That's the easiest way to find me, Tanya Gold. And think of gold as precious as you. So really simple. Absolutely. And I got a C in there by accident. Let me take the C out. Gold, G-O-L-D. Excellent. But yeah, if you just go to my Facebook page, Tanya with an A. It's Excellent. Cool. Awesome. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Tanya on all of her social media platforms. And she is putting up her information here as well. And also, can you tell the folks your website? Yeah, sure. And I did want to give a free gift to all the audience. So if anybody sends me or they can send you their email, or if they put in the chat, you can just send it to me. I'll send them a free intro for the book so they can get that. I uh, just need their email if they send me that. And then if they do, are they there in the area and they want a free class or the virtual class, I can give them a free class as well. So let me just put that. Uh, this is our website and it has our number and address on there. Digoli, Digoli just stands for Dr. Gold's Optimal Living Institute.com, D-G-O-L-I.com. Excellent. Ladies and gentlemen, make sure to check out Tanya Gold on their website. And also, Tanya, thank you again for being a guest. Again, yeah, you're welcome. It's it's an honor. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. <laughs>